and welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. This time, I'm here to talk about Super Destroy Not DX2. Unlike last episode, where I actually did a little bit of research to find out which platforms this game is on, I didn't do that this time. So I'm going to do that right now, because I'm playing on Xbox, which is where I got a code for it. It is a Rodalaka Games joint, and it is available on Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, and presumably PC. If it somehow wasn't on PC, that would be weird. It doesn't say PC right here. That can't be possible. Don't you do it. You can't do that to me. Is it really not on PC? Get out of here. I don't buy it at all. No. No, 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 no. Uh, it's not on PC. Okay. There you go. So it's available on PlayStation, both PS4 and PS5, of course, because of backward compatibility. It's on Xbox, and then it's on the Switch. And, yeah, no PC release. So, uh, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. I haven't been fooled twice yet, just the, the once. I, I really wasn't fooled. I just assumed something. So it's just me being hoisted by my own Picard. Anywho, Super Destroy Not DX2 is an arcadey shooter in the vein of stuff like Space Invaders and Galaga. And it kind of feels like a cross between those two games specifically, which is why I brought them up, obviously. Where you have your enemies who look like they were ripped straight from Space Invaders design-wise. Uh, they're just a bit bigger on screen. And the Galaga aspect, I guess, is that when they are firing at you in various types of ways, they have spread guns, lasers. There will be enemies coming down at the sides that have a, a laser cross, so you have to shoot one of them, or, or else you're going to get hit no matter what you do as I slap the mic. And they will move at times. They won't just be static on the top they'll sometimes be rotating in a circle or moving around just in general you will have to worry about little like pixely fishes popping up at the bottom uh, at times because you can unlike in space invaders you can move your ship anywhere on the screen you're not stuck to a single plane on the bottom of the screen and, and you'll have to use this at times because there are enemies who can shoot homing missiles at you so you don't get hit by those, do you? I didn't think so. And it has a challenge mode of, I think, 30 or so levels. They're broken up into worlds or whatever of five levels apiece. And then there is an arcade mode of five modes. You have classic mode, which is just, you know, your basic classic arcade mode. You fight off the wave of enemies. You, you clear the screen. Then a new one will come in and you keep going until you lose all your lives. And I believe you have three to start out with. There's a time attack mode, which is where you have 30 seconds to begin with. And then you gain time by clearing screens and killing enemies and stuff like that. Then there's time rush, which is 90 seconds to kill and score as highly as you can. And, and the only thing you lose in that mode is your multiplayer. You can die as many times as you want, but of course your multiplayer will get down to zero. And then what's really the point? You're not scoring high if your multiplayer is gone. There's a bullet mode where you have a limited number of bullets to get through an area or a level. I, the challenge modes, it's a limited number of bullets to get through the challenge. 
and then in the arcade version of the challenge mode or the bullet mode, you will gain more bullets by doing this or that and clearing levels or whatever, but you have a very limited amount, so you have to be very careful with your shooting. You can't just hold down the button. Enemies are weaker, so they will die in almost one hit, if not always one hit. And that one's that one's pretty interesting. And then you have a hardcore mode, which is what you would expect. It's just harder. It's like classic mode, but harder. And I like this game. It's visually pleasing, but there is one issue with the game from a visual standpoint, and that is that while it looks nice and the audio is pretty good as well for what you would probably expect out of a game like this, it can get very, very busy on screen with particle effects and all this stuff all over the screen that it's easy at times for you to get lost in the hecticness that is happening on screen and for enemy projectiles to blend in with all the particle effects going on. So you kill a bunch of enemies and they all explode and they let off their own little particle effects and then an enemy shooting at you at the same time and everything can get mixed in the shuffle and that can be frustrating at first but I found that after I don't know maybe five ten minutes of playing it I got used to it and it wasn't really a huge problem it's just that like initial shock that makes that whole stuff kind of frustrating so it makes a mildly poor first impression but once you realize that okay you're gonna have to be conscious of this and pay attention and really focus to make sure that you are seeing when an enemy is firing at you and stuff like that, it becomes much less of a problem. The, the real problem, though, is that, yes, it is fun to play. The challenge mode is nice, but again, it's, it's short. It's like 30 levels or whatever, and you have your various arcade modes, which would be great and would be enough because it is only a $5 game. I'm not sure if it's still in its launch discount period of 20% off, so $4. But whether it's $4 or $5, not a lot to ask for a game of this ilk. However, there is, unless I'm missing it somewhere and it's hidden away, and if it is hidden away, I don't know why it's hidden away, but there are no online leaderboards of any sort. So you're really only playing against yourself, and that is a killer in a game like this. In an arcade game where it's all about getting the highest score, like... Yeah, I, I competing against yourself and bettering yourself is, is good and all, but the real fun is in beating someone else, beating your friends, beating someone you don't know whose name you keep seeing on the leaderboard just above yours. And you're like, damn it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep beating BoxGirl72315. I just want to destroy her because she's always in my way. She's just one way thing away from me. I, blah, 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 blah. But uh, yeah. Ignoring that, I really like this game. I think it's a fun, arcade game. It's it's a good take on those old classic games. Feels good. It looks good. And I just wish there was a bit more there, whether it was single-player content in the form of the challenge mode and stuff like that, or more honestly, more realistically, more accurately, I just want online leaderboards. Give me something to chase because chasing my own high score gets old real fast. I am not that competitive with myself, but with other people, sure. So yeah, it's it's still worth checking out. 
given that it's a cheap game and everything, and it is a Rod Hockey Games joint, so you can get some of them EV, EV, you can get them EV achievements, but you can also get some easy achievements as well. And yeah, I, I, I do enjoy it quite a bit. I, I don't know if I'd say I highly recommend it, but I recommend it quite a bit. I think it's a good, fun time. And if you like those arcadey types of games, it's almost a no-brainer, especially given how cheap it is. It's the cost of a cup of coffee, I hear. I don't, I don't buy coffee from places like Starbucks because if they really do cost like 4 or $5 for a, a single cup, get out of here. I ain't, I ain't spending that damn money. I'd much rather spend that money on a game like Super Destroy Not DX2. And I, I would if I didn't get a code for it. But I got a code for it. You aren't going to get a code for it, probably. So you really have to make that hard decision. I, I could be drinking a cup of coffee right now while playing the game. You can't. You only have enough money for one or the other. What are you going to do? Flip a coin? I don't know. That seems kind of risky. If it was up to me, I'd say just, uh, you know, check out Super Destroy Not DX2 instead. So, yeah. I like the game. Uh, just just know that it can be pretty busy on screen. I also like some of the twists they have on the gameplay to, before I wrap things up. Like the fact that when you kill enemies, sometimes they will ghost they will leave their corpse essentially on the screen and it'll fall and that is something that if you hit it or if it hits you you will take damage so it does become this obstacle this additional obstacle that you have to worry about and i like the little twists and whatnot they throw into the usual formula because it is very similar to classic games and plenty of other arcade games that have come out since that are inspired by those games and, and whatnot. So it, it, it's nice that there are at least things here and there that make it stand out somewhat. Um, but yeah, that is again Super Destroy Not DX2, and it is available on Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. No PC version. Kind of disappointing there. You won't be able to play it on your Steam Deck when that comes out. Who knows when? Uh, I'm assuming they'll meet that, that early ship date for the the people who are lucky enough to pre-order theirs real early on but uh maybe one day maybe one day probably not i don't know i don't know how often rod like games puts a game out on a bunch of platforms and then eventually releases the game on the one that was missing out but yeah it is again available on switch playstation and xbox for five dollars and i think it is definitely worth the, the five bucks Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to see me stream weekdays from 8 p.m. Central Time to 11 p.m. Central Time, you can check me out over at twitch.tv slash PX Sausage. On Mondays, I stream Hitman. Call them Hitman Days. Hit a mayonnaise. On Tuesdays through Thursdays, I stream Attack the Backlog games. And then on Fridays, it's a free play day. That's why it's called Free Play Fridays. I can play more Attack the Backlog games. I can play more Hitman. Or I can play something absolutely brand new. If you are listening to the show on Friday, early, before I stream, I will be streaming Death's Door for y'all, which is a hot new game everyone's talking about. I got a code for it, 
and I'm ready to check it out. So that should be a fun stream tonight. Again, if you're if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this real early, you can still make it to that stream. Again, twitch.tv slash px sausage. If you'd like to check out my more polished, fancy schmancy video content, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch stuff like Attack of Backlog there. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go back to the site pixelatedsausage.com. And if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. That is again patreon.com slash pxs. Anywho, that is really it. So that will do it. That is all. I don't know how to end the show anymore. I got a little confused because I don't know why. But uh, really, for reals, that is it. That is all. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. If you do end up popping in at the stream, on the stream, during the stream, whatever the stream, I hope you enjoy that as well. Say hi. Don't say hi. Follow if you aren't already following. Blah, 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 blah. And if you don't check out the stream, that's fine too. But uh, again, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a wonderful, wonderful weekend as well.